Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope your day is going amazing. So I sat down and had a chat with Shannon McKinstry. She's a social media mentor and strategist on a mission to eliminate the never-ending content creation guesswork and overwhelm so business owners can actually enjoy promoting their business and engaging with their audience on social platforms without burning out. Shannon and I have chatted before, and I'll link to that episode in the show notes for you, but we talked about so many things, especially how social media management has changed in the past few years and what it looks like in 2024, what skills you need to be successful now, what clients are looking for, how the landscape has changed, following count, like so many things. And I'm just going to let you sit back and relax and listen. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh, I am back with Shannon McKinstry. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Hi, Shantae. I'm good. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Okay, so last time I had you on the show was almost a year ago. You were my first guest, and now here we are a year later recording again. I love it. <laughs> so if anybody missed our first recording, Shannon and I have known each other for four or five years, ever since we were like baby social media managers starting our agencies. We were like there to support each other, cheering each other on. And, you know, we've just kind of grown from there. It's been really amazing. It has. So we were chatting in the DMs and we thought this would be a great podcast episode for you all because it's a hot topic. It's always a hot topic, but especially right now when you know, it's a slow season for social media managers. A lot of clients leave December, January-ish. And so people are really hurting for clients. So we kind of want to talk about that situation a little bit. So before we do that, I just want to say that just because you have a small following on social media does not mean you don't know what you're doing. There are so many clients who don't know what a social media manager does. And so they expect, you know, your social media accounts to like have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers to prove that you know your stuff. And it's not the same. It doesn't translate that way. I think when you and I started, we didn't have like hardly anybody following us. And I think the expectation went up just because it's not easier, but people are growing more rapidly than they used to. But I know a lot of social media managers who actually just love creating and they have no desire to have a big community and be on Instagram all day. You know, I think for you and I, we love being online as much and creating as much as we love helping others. But for some, they really do just kind of enjoy 
doing it for other people and kind of want to stay in the background. And then for others, probably like you and I were in the beginning, we had kids at home running around. We were desperate for clients and hustling really hard and more so doing outreach and working really hard on our clients' content so that it would get really good engagement so we could have case studies to present. But there's a lot of reasons a lot of people don't have a lot of followers. And this, we also said we would talk about today, there's a lot of social media managers with huge followings, but that doesn't mean they're going to be the best social media manager for you. I mean, I've turned clients down because I'm like, I'm not the best social media manager for you. Like, I know it. So the follower count is literally the last thing anyone should look at when hiring a social media manager. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of them, they just don't know. Like, they don't know what they're looking for in a social media manager. So they just look at the vanity metrics. They're like, oh, okay, they have a good following, so they must know what they're doing. But being a content creator is very different than being a social media manager. And I think unless like you're in it, you don't know how that's different. No, you don't. know, And that's the thing. And that's what you and I have worked so hard for is educate people on what it is we actually do. And the funny thing is like, it's changed so much. What you and I would probably say social media managers do like five years ago is totally different than what it is now. And But that's why this industry is so cool because you can flex one skill set and leave others if you don't want to. But I think they just think followers and marketing department. And it's like, (laughs) not just that. And we can't do it all. One person cannot do it all unless you are their only person and literally paying you a salary and benefits and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not your full marketing team. And I'm also not a magician. There's a lot of expectations out there that are wrong for when hiring a social media manager. Yeah, I agree. And I will say, I think, I don't know when you hit 10K, but I didn't hit 10K till I was like two or three years in. And it was when Reels were first released. And I had a whole series, quite a few videos, almost got a million views. So that's when my following blew up. But I was like a full-time social media manager way before that. Like I had 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. When I hit 6,000, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing amazing. Then as I started to kind of shift in my business where I didn't just offer agency stuff, I started offering coaching for social media managers and stuff like that. That's where I technically am like a content creator now because I create content for those people. So it's kind of like they're different. They have different goals. No, and I love that you said that too, because it's I remember we were both in the same spot. Reels came out and all of a sudden we were both like, whoa, something's happening to our accounts and all this hard work, it's like people are taking notice. But same thing. It's like I right around the time, about a year before Rails came out is when I started posting more consistently for myself. Or yeah, 2018, 2019. And I finally was like, you know what? I actually need to honor the fact that I love creating. And I just made it a priority. But that was because I started scaling back on management because management is so much work. And I was like, there's no way. So if I can just have a few management clients and consult and do strategy sessions on the side, I'll have more opportunity to con- to create for myself. And I did. And that's that's when I started creating. But it was not until I actually scaled back on full service management, because I did have a kid in Cam wasn't in full-time school yet. So it was only three days a week that I had time, which I'm back in that space now <laughs> with my other daughter, which is why I can't manage, you know, and I still get people asking every day, management, management, management. I'm like, I can't. I physically cannot. And and it's, I think it's kind of good for me to tell people that I'm like, it is so much work and I'm at capacity because people don't think it's work and, or they, they do, but they don't think it's, they think it's mindless work. <laughs> I don't know. 
Maybe. <laughs> some do. Not all of them, but some do. They think because we can come up with ideas so well, it's like that idea came from months and weeks of looking at what's working and researching your thing. It's not that I just, boop, this just popped in my brain and it's going to help, especially because you and I have been doing this a long time. Like I can write captions really quickly. I can do things a lot faster, but it's also because the style of content I create for my clients is the same I create for myself. So to me, the cadence is easy. It's, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who want really in-depth captions. It just depends on your client. But yeah, I think it's just, it's tricky because the days when we started, I think people, I think they, you know, oh, can you put this up real quick? I think people know you can't ask that anymore, which is good, but I still don't think they think we should be charging what we charge. And the more experience we have, the proof of what we do for our clients is how I up my prices. I didn't say, hey, my prices are raising because I have 10,000 followers. <laughs> I was like, my prices are raising because look what I'm doing for XYZ. And they were like, oh, snap. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it just comes with the value and the results you're able to provide. I mean, if you're just starting out as a social media manager, you have no experience, no marketing experience, anything like that. Like you can't be charging a couple thousand dollars. You're going to have such a hard time finding a client who is willing to take that risk. So you kind of have to work your way up to it. Almost like an intern. We yeah. all start as babies and then you can raise your price. Just make sure your contract, if you plan to raise your price, make sure you say right. <laughs> That my prices might increase after three months. But yeah, I mean, you need the proof. But if someone comes to you like, oh, we well, don't have a big following, just yeah, that's just a red flag at that point. That's just yes. Honestly, that's one of the questions I ask in my discovery calls even now. And I'm like, what are your goals with Instagram? Is there a certain number of followers you want? If they're like, oh, yeah, I want this number of followers in this number of months. And I'm like, okay, let's see what your other goals are. But when they say, oh, you know, followers don't really matter. It's just like the quality of people. I just want to see some growth. I don't have like a number. I'm like, okay, gold star. This is a green flag client. Let's continue the conversation. Yeah. I'm here. Let's be best friends. No, same in the clients. I still manage three accounts. And it's because same thing, their goals align with mine. Quality people, quality customers. I think if you're a content creator, their expectations are going to be a lot bigger, probably because they're going to be sending you products you're going to be doing all their video. And there's a lot of social media managers out there now, which I love this for them. If I was still doing full on management, this is what I would be doing. I would be working with local people, going and shooting content for them, scheduling content day. I would love that, but I would be charging a lot of money because it's a lot of editing. It's a lot of capturing. It's a lot of setup. It's a lot of brainstorming. It's a lot of research, but that's what I would be doing because I like the video portion most. And that's what I do for one of my clients. I go there once a month and I shoot just for one because that's all I can handle. But I love it. And that's what's kind of cool too. I almost feel like there need to be, I don't want to say this because it's a little too bold, but almost like the term social media manager almost has to go away at some point. Yes. And I think because the platforms have changed so much, like Instagram used to just be photos and then there were carousels and then there were stories and now there's videos and reels and like all of these things. And I think... Because of how detailed and in-depth all of these different formats are, we now need to like specialize in some of them and like break it apart. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. And I actually was on stories last night being like, most people who come to you and I, I guarantee it's almost like I want to tell them you actually need three social media managers. It sounds like you need to hire an agency, what you have. And that's the route I went for a little bit, but then I decided to do more of the strategizing and mentoring but I still have a team of a couple of social media managers who do stuff. And one really specializes engagement. One really does that. But like the agency you built, brilliant. Like all the SMMs out there that I see building agencies, it's brilliant. They're like, 
this person is really good at this. Of course, we can all be good at all the things. But if you have multiple clients, you cannot do all their graphics, all their editing, all their captions. It's too much. Well, unless you want to, you know, burn out. Right. Or just never sleep or spend never time sleep. with anyone. <laughs> Who needs sleep anyway? <laughs> yeah, I really like that idea. I feel like we should. We need to come up with titles. Yes. Maybe we'll put like a guide out and be like, hey, this is the new, this is the and new industry. <laughs> yeah, put all the words like on post-its and be like, pick your words. <laughs> put them together. This is what your like, job title is. <laughs> remember the ones that are like, what's your stripper name? It's like your first, your street name plus your whatever. Be like that. Like here's your first, your first name, first letter of your first name, street you grew up on. Yeah. <laughs> That's your social media manager title. There it is. Hi there, this is Ad Chante popping in to let you know about the Sugar Punch template shop. Inside the shop are done-for-you templates that I created specifically for social media managers and digital marketers so that you can seamlessly plug and play and have a professional business without losing any more sleep. We all know we need more of that. From a pricing calculator to an onboarding welcome packet to an all-in-one social media calendar, as in you can create, revise, and have clients approve it all through Canva. Love how simple it is plus a case study template with 100 proven copy ideas to impress your clients and a social media marketing proposal template, I've got you covered. Shop the affordable templates or get the discounted bundle, you do you, at my website. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Now back to today's episode. So now that we kind of talked about all of that, you mentioned like how to know a social media manager is right for you. And I would like to kind of also talk about what clients are looking for right now in a social media manager. I love that. I I mean, obviously video, because I do think that's everyone's biggest pain point because let's be real, there's a lot of crappy content out there because a lot of people don't know how to edit video. They don't know how, again, the cadence of the video, how long to keep the text up. There is an art to Rails. And I hate saying that, but Unless you're just doing easy talk to the camera, which you should, because if you're struggling with reels, just talk to the camera, you know, because then you don't have to do all the crazy edits and stuff. But a lot of the things that people want require edits. Uh, A lot of videos my clients send me are too fast, too slow, too dark. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So if you find that video is your thing and you really like it, that I know people are willing to pay more for that. Plus, if you know what you're doing, you can't, the results will show a lot faster than I think other types of content. So that's something I've been telling a lot of social media managers. If you really want to bump up revenue, you know, I even see big time creators like uh, what's her name, Jara Bean. She's like shooting weddings now as a content creator and just like it's crazy. People are paying thousands of dollars for people to just go to an event and shoot B roll for them. Just go there and shoot left to right, give them the raw footage, airdrop it, and leave. It's crazy. So, and I know, I mean, Emily and I had our event last month. We had Madi there shooting B-roll and paid for it because we need that B-roll for real. So long story short, I think one of the biggest things I hear from people is that they need better video or they might not know they need better video, but you can create easy content saying, instead of this, do this. Like that's easy content for a social media manager. But even like my biggest suggestion, if you're like, Ooh, that sounds fun is go to the local brand photographers in your area and team up with them because their clients our business owners who need the B-roll. So that's an easy one. Just be like, you know, start let, slow, start low, see what the price is. Obviously, where you live depends on pricing too a lot of times. But I know 
like, okay, if a brand photographer's prices are $800 for the shoot, now we all know that things have to edit and all that stuff too. But you know, you now know what the person might be willing to pay for some B-roll. But that's what I see as the biggest. And then of course, graphics. And you know, I mean, because your graphics are so pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> they change so much, right? Remember, they have, yeah. So much. And the art of a carousel post has changed. So I think copywriting and video. And honestly, you could, you could be a social media manager, or copywriter, like maybe the copy is your thing. And then they have to hire someone else for video. Cause I mean, honestly, you could team up with other freelancers that and like make your own little boutique agency where somebody does the video, somebody does the copywriting. Like you don't have to do this alone. No, you could find other people to kind of, you know, and Sean said, I know so many social media managers, yeah. like, you know, just one post on Instagram, you can just say, Hey, looking to team up with someone like, yep, exactly. Split it 50, 50 or split it, you know, however, who much is doing what work? Like even a copywriter I worked with once a long time ago was like, Hey, cause she was doing the copy for um, the social squad society website. And she was like, Hey, I also, again, this woman has her own LLC, totally different business, but she does just brand strategy sessions. And she was like, if you hire both of us, we got a discount. I was like, that's so, you could do that. Someone hires the two of you and maybe you guys each knock like a hundred off the price or something like that. Just a great way to flex more of your skills to fulfill those needs. Cause I'm sure you get it all the time. Oh, I want email. I want blog posts. I'm like, blog writing is totally different than social media, you know, and people don't realize that. So I'm like, you need to talk to this person. And then the more we educate people that we are not your videographer, copywriter. And again, if you want to do all those things and you are the one-stop shop, that's awesome. Just charge a lot of money for it. Yeah. That's you have to be good at it in order you to, to be really good at stand it. Stand out, keep clients. And I don't want to say this again, this is some people might hate me for this, but it just, I feel like it just needs to be said. And again, the years that you and I started mentoring social media managers, I think we could have trained almost anyone to be a social media manager. As long as you're adaptable, you can write decent. It's so different now. I know a lot of side hustles, especially social media management is not a side hustle. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people on Instagram right now saying anyone can sell this course, you know, the master resell rights courses, and anyone can do this. Anyone can do that. First of all, that's not true. Everything in this online space, until you're in it, you don't understand it's a lot of work. And while fun, I love it. Shantae loves it. It's a lot of freaking work. And there's days where we cry and there's days where we want to throw in the towel. So like, just know that like, it's not the easiest job. It's, but if you love to do it and you're good at it, do it. But it's not for everyone. Yeah, and I think- you have to have a passion for it. And there's going to be downs. There's going to be a lot of downs. There's going to be a lot of stressful. There's going to be things aren't working. People are mean, whatever. You have to love what you're doing. They're not at the algorithm. Yeah. You have to love what you're doing in order to keep going. Like if you're doing this for the money, this is not the job for you. <laughs> yeah. And Shantae and I can tell you, we did not start this for the money. <laughs> I mean, we wanted to make a living, but it took us a while to get to those big months. And I know I loved it before I made a lot of money. And that's how I knew I was going to love it when I did start making more money. So yeah, with that said, if you get into it and you're like, whoa, this is a lot more. Yeah, it is work. But I think we kind of got used to glamorizing social media management because honestly, I will still glamorize it because I get to be home with my kids. But yeah, there's nights I stay up late. And yeah, I was up at 5 a.m. this morning because I, well, my daughter woke me up. But it was great because I got a lot done. And I was like, wow, I actually have some time today to myself because usually I will be working more than I tell myself I will just because I do love it. It's weird. It's my hobby and my work. So, but I think that's the big moral is like, I know it. I feel like social media managers now, it's like trendy to be one. When we started, it wasn't. 
But just know if, if you don't like it, like it's okay. You can switch to virtual assisting. There's other things. A lot of people switch to being strategists. Yes, that's what I did. Because there's not any content creation. It's mostly just strategy and coaching. Yep. And I love that. Yeah. That is for some people. It's not for me. But, you know, just hand it off to me and I'll do the rest. Like that's that's what I like to do. Yes. <laughs> and again, oh, that's I think that's a good point too. Not everyone, when you said who hires a social media manager, I don't even think I can answer that. But people that should go to that go to Shantae are ready to hand it off. You cannot come to a social media manager and be in the nitty gritty and demanding things last minute. And that's why I got burned out as a social media manager because I did not have those boundaries in place for years. I eventually did. And by the time I did, I actually, I just started kind of slowly pivoting, but that's why I still manage a few people because I do, they are people that are like, Shannon, take it. I don't care what you do. And I'm like, thank you. I will manage. But most people I work with do not, they are personal brands. They want to be in it. I'm like, you can't, you cannot do that to a social media manager. So if you're someone who wants to be micromanaging and in it and doing all this stuff, do not, you need to work with a strategist, not a social media manager. (laughs) Yes. Period. (laughs) And that is something that we've learned. And like my agency and I have learned, that's like been our big lesson this year is the type of people we work with and like just the interactions and the workflow and like trying to make them happy, but also being like, okay, you're really stressing my team out with the way that you're being right now. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. You wouldn't hire like a hairstylist and be like, right. It's, you don't go in and boss them around. You have them do your hair or hire a lawyer. You let them do their job. Let us do our job as social media managers. And I love that you said it's the type of person because I never niche down the people I manage. It's a brewery, a photographer and a realtor. And it's the type of person they are. It's not so much the industry. It's so, yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's another thing I learned is always have like a video call so you can have a face to face kind of chat and just make sure your energy is good. And because they can be like the best person in the DMs or like a voice note or whatever. But then when you start working together, you're like, oh my goodness, this person's very difficult. Or, you know, like I have horror stories for days. (laughs) (laughs) Say, maybe that'll be another episode. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Lordy. PTSD. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So we talked about like what type of clients to look for, like what they are looking for. And it's, you know, it's video. It's being able to write strong hooks, which comes with copywriting. It's being able to write or create content. And it could be directing your clients to create content. I don't have any local clients. I have my clients. This is what I need you to film. We'll edit it. Here's what we need kind of a thing. And so that's what we do. But it's you need to be able to create content and understand not just like the hacks and the little, you know, tips and things, but you need to be able to understand how to stop the scroll, how to get people to engage, how to get people to leave the social platform to go to their website or whatever it is. Like that's what really matters. So knowing how to do those things is what's going to make you successful as a social media manager this year, 2024. 20s, yeah, I love that. Especially because I think back in the day, you and I would probably be like, oh, I probably check like social media examiner at whatever those sites are. Maybe yeah. once a month. Now it's like you need to stay on top of stuff constantly. And again, if that doesn't excite you, this won't, you are going to hate being a social media manager in 2024. We're not talking 2020, 2021, but you have to like be eager and wanting to learn. And I love that Shantae too, because our behaviors change all the time. Everyone's like the algorithm changes. I'm like, our behaviors change faster than the algorithm. So you just have to be up to date with that stuff and you have to want to be up to date. But that's another cool thing about so being a social media manager. When you do have a client who's like pushing back, 
because I know you probably get it too. They're always like, my clients saying, why did I do this? And da, 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 da. I'm like, remind them, I'm so proud of you for hiring me because just so you know, there's a reason behind this because I found out that da, 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 da. Just remind them that you are the expert. And if they keep pushing back, they need to either get someone in house <laughs> or do it themselves. <laughs> they need to go. They need to go. Bye. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I feel like we could go on and on, but I, I really, I hope this was helpful for you all to know what it is you should be focusing on this year as far as skill set, what type of clients to look for. You don't have to pick a niche. I just wanted to like emphasize that it's the type of person. And I feel like that's like the big key takeaways from what we chatted about. Expectations are different. You know, look for our our little guide of job description, yes, titles. (laughs) But it also excites me because it just makes someone who might even think, oh, I could never be a social media manager. It might be like, oh, but I could be. Yeah. It's kind of like, like a lawyer. Like there's multiple different types of lawyers that don't all do the same thing. So social media manager has now like expanded. Yes. And the more business owners realize that they realize like, okay, they have to budget for this. We're not just social media managers anymore. Yeah. We're not interns. No. This isn't just like a little fun thing. Like this is a very serious, we got to use our brains in multiple different ways, creative, logic. And our brains just don't stop. (laughs) It's exhausting. So yes. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Take care of yourselves, friends. Yes. Goodness gracious. And we're here for you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Shannon. In case people don't know where to find you, where can they connect with you? I'm mainly on the gram. That's my happy place at Shannon McKinstry. And I also love TikTok lately and LinkedIn. I'm also on there a lot too, which don't sleep on LinkedIn, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that's one of my focuses for this year. It's especially for leads. It's amazing. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'll link everything in the show notes. Everybody can connect with you in all of the places. But thanks so much for coming on here. It was so great catching up with you. So good to catch up. Thank you, Shantae. Bye. Oh my gosh. Okay, definitely go click the links in the show notes. Go say hi to her. Let her know you listened to the episode. She is so friendly, so amazing. She will love it. And if you have any friends who are social media managers or marketers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.